Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, some of WWE's potential plans for the upcoming draft have been sort of revealed. Hogan signs with AEW. All right, not that one. Tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite is going to be dedicated to Brody Lee. And yet another insane WWE pitch for Adam Cole has been revealed. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off by going over some initial reports on this week's WWE draft. Starts on SmackDown this Friday, concludes on Monday. Uh, And a couple of reports have come out over the past couple of days uh, talking about NXT involvement in the draft. Now, NXT wasn't heavily involved. I think Arturo Huas was the only person who moved (laughs) last year. And then he kind of went back to NXT after even wrestling on Raw. So it was weird. It was weird. Um, But the first of these two emerge was from Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Radio yesterday, talking about how WWE haven't set many plans in stone as of yet. They've decided where their key guys, in his words, are going to land. And uh, Fox and USA Network have been informed of some bits and pieces as well. However, one of Dave Meltzer's sources has told him that many NXT names could be involved, could be moving up to Raw or SmackDown. Now, this has been followed up on by Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast, who uh, a couple of hours later chimed in on Twitter saying, hearing that NXT will be involved in the draft, expect a few call-ups. So that kind of corroborates that, but we should stress that all of these reports, uh, Meltzer's and the one I'm about to talk about here, uh, emphasize that nothing is set in stone yet. Things can change. Mm-hmm. It's WWE, right? Stuff happens in <laughs> WWE. Uh, John Alba has since, of adfreeshows.com, has since followed up with a more specific report on an NXT name, or four NXT names, really, that may have been discussed here. I'll just read John's tweet here. Uh, It's from yesterday. Uh, Hitro is one of the names being discussed for a main roster call-up from NXT in the WWE draft, I'm told. Whether it ultimately gets the call... I'm all over the place tomorrow, I'm sorry. Uh, Whether it ultimately gets the call will remain to be seen, obviously, but Andrew Zarian reports NXT will be involved in the draft. Uh, So there you go, Uh, Hit Row potentially being discussed. Uh, Again, this isn't John sitting here going, hey, this is definitely happening 100%. So don't go mental if it doesn't happen in the end, but it's clearly something that's being discussed. Uh, John's a very, very mm. trustworthy reporter. Uh, what do you reckon of Hit Row potentially on the main roster? I like it, you know. Uh, I think Isaiah Swerve Scott is excellent and he's kind of been unutilised. I don't think he's actually defended that title since he won the he North American not. Championship. Brilliant. 90 uh, days. Oh, God's sake. Uh, but <laughs> in terms of people that they can take from NXT, you know, there's a lot of speculation and we'll actually get to a Twitter question about who we think should be moving on from NXT. You know, the concern would be them bringing up people too quickly. And granted, there are a few green elements to Hit Row, but I like them as a stable. They're established. And as long as they don't break them up within the first six months, (laughs) I think it could work really, really well. And 
I'm, I'm excited for the draft. I just hope it's better than previous years when they like draft people who are already on their show. Yeah. And then that robot gets excited about Natalia <laughs> sticking around on SmackDown. We've got the whatever. robot now to get excited oh, as well. What if the robot gets drafted to SmackDown? Are they going to have it like that? What, what was that film? Real Steel, where they have a robot boxing match and the it, winner gets three draft picks. Pacific Rim or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I think like Hit Row have been a pretty complete act from the mm -hmm. moment they debuted. I think that Swerve and Ashanti the Adonis in particular have yes. star potential all over them. How will that go on the main roster for them? Well, we have several years of history that tells us the call-ups don't always go particularly well. Um, but we'll see. I have a lot of faith in them as an act. I've enjoyed them a lot. And, uh, yeah. They've cool. certainly got the gift of the gab. They do indeed. And if you don't know, now you know. In there you know. Words. That's their catchphrase. Let's move on and talk so about you know. Hogan signing with AEW. Not that one, I'm very certain. <laughs> Not he, the bad one. Yeah, I'm very certain he and his missus are still banned from AEW, if I'm perfectly Good. honest. Yeah. Uh, Kira Hogan has now, uh, not I was going to say officially, has probably signed with AEW. She hasn't had the whole Kira Hogan is all elite thing yet. Um, but Excalibur commentating uh, on last night's episode of AEW Dark basically inferred she is indeed yeah. all elite. Now, she has been working with AEW since about mid-August. Of course, she was a star in Impact Wrestling, two-time Tag team champion in the knockouts division, of course, with Tasha Steeles. Um, another good signing to mm. develop that women's division. It's something we've been crying out for for quite some time. Yeah, another addition to the young core uh, in AEW there. Uh, kind of saw the writing on the wall with this signing a little bit, didn't you? When she appeared on Rampage wrestling Jade Cargill, when she was in the uh, Casino Battle Royale yeah. at All Out as well. So, yeah, it looks like this is something that has probably been in the works for a while. Um, she's someone with name value, Keir Hogan, loads of potential mm -hmm. as well. Uh, she was in Impact for about four years, so she has a lot of experience working on television wrestling too. So yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, yeah, they're really building that young core up. And uh, these are the stars of the future. Just sure. give them more TV time now or more reps or something like that. And stop doing that goddamn, what is it, Tay J or whatever they're called versus Penelope. Ford and the Bunny and just shenanigans. They did the same match on Rampage with just a different person. The yeah. Bunny and Penelope Ford swapped out. And then it ended up being like three minutes after commercials and then Matt Hardy came down and it's weird. You're doing a great job with Britt Baker. Just everything else. Yeah. There's still work to do for yes, sure. Still absolutely. work to we do. We might be getting a triple threat though, of course. They were teasing that on there. Uh, Michael Triple The Triple H. All right, let's uh, talk about tonight's episode of Dynamite. Yes. Uh, Rochester, New York, of course, the hometown of one, uh, the dearly departed, the much missed Brody Lee. Mm -hmm. Tony Khan has confirmed that tonight's episode of Dynamite will be held in the memory of Brody Lee. So I'll just read Tony's tweet. From, from earlier today, actually. It was like five in the morning or something. Uh, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. Tonight, AEW Dynamite is live from Rochester, home of Mr. Brody Lee. Tonight, we will have a great show dedicated to his memory. And then he runs down the card a little bit. Uh, but mentions the TNT Championship match, which is synonymous yeah. with Brody's uh, legacy. Of course, he held the TNT Championship, squashed Cody sensationally, lost it back in the dog collar match, which turned out to be his final match. In professional wrestling, of course, Brody tragically passed away on Boxing Day from a lung issue last year. Um, yeah, I mean, Brody was scheduled to debut, of course, originally in his hometown. Uh, then the pandemic came along and they had to switch things up. He had to debut in Daly's place. But it was going to be the 18th of March, I believe, uh, 2020. It's, uh, look, it's a tragic story. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but AEW is going to do a good job with this. Uh, the, the memorial show was the most, like 
purely motivated wrestling yeah. show I think I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, Brody's much missed. Uh, Shouts to the Huber family, of course. And yeah. uh, uh, it's it's rough to sit here and go, I'm looking forward to a yeah. memorial, but I know they're going to do right by him. No, I was just about to say exactly that, Andy. I mean, we all remember where we were when we got that news yeah. on Boxing Day. I, I just remember it was just confusing news. Yeah. It's yeah. not something you can really prepare yourself for. I thought for, it was obviously. an awful sick joke that yeah. some numpty had just spread around and then you see it from news sources and you're like, oh, awful, wow. Uh, but like you say, uh, it's going to be a difficult but yeah. simultaneously sort of enjoyable watch tonight. Because like you say, celebrating Brody Lee, it's going to be sad to reflect on his passing. But I have no doubt, like you say, that when they did the memorial show, for example, AEW are going to knock it out of the park and uh, you sense, yeah, Sammy yeah. Guevara and Miro are going to leave it all out there in that TNT Championship match. So really looking forward to it tonight. Uh, and uh, just to reiterate what you said, our thoughts, of course, go out to uh, Brody's friends and in particular his family. Right, let's conclude uh, by talking about something a little bit more light-hearted. Adam Cole, he, of course, <laughs> jumped from WWE to AEW and... The rumours were, and some of them have been corroborated, some less so, that WWE tried almost everything. There was that rumour about him being Keith Lee's manager. And now, Fightful Select, no crap, just sap, Sean Ross sap of Fightful Select, have revealed uh, another pitch from WWE, which is possibly even dumber than making him a manager. Whilst that would have limited his capabilities, at least he still would have had his gorgeous locks on camera. Because <laughs> Fightful Select are reporting that WWE pitched to Adam Cole how about we cut that hair? Uh, which is the <laughs> dumbest, like Why? looking at Adam Cole and going, get rid of the hair is so backwards. I don't get it. I just can't I comprehend it. it. It reminds me a little bit, I'm not really comparing the two here, but you remember there was that period in sort of 20, I don't know, 2010 or something like that, where they went, Dolph Ziggler, how about we cut that hair and dye it brown? She yeah. looked like the most generic creator character on 2K for like two weeks. And they went, oh, okay, give him the blonde locks back. But yeah, cutting Adam Cole's hair, it's surprising. Yeah. It's not really, I, I sense this was probably a pitch they were shouting at him as he walked through the door yeah. to leave. Do you think they know what they're doing when they come up with stuff like this? Like, no. I don't think a haircut makes or breaks Adam Cole unless they shave it into a mohawk or something mm -hmm. really weird. Um... But why? 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 He's got lovely hair. No wonder Adam Cole turned this down. It's, it's so silly. Yeah. So silly. The two dumbest things. You can look at Adam Cole and go, how about you don't wrestle? Yeah. And how about we cut your hair? We're going to cut your hair, change your name, have you not wrestle. Meanwhile, listen back to that reaction he got on Rampage yeah. last week. Yet again, WWE dropping the ball. Anyway, let's move on. Let's That's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Richard DeGrucci. 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 Big dick. He says, do you think tonight uh, is where we'll see Miro's unstoppable TNT title reign ends and Sammy would be a great person to hold on to the championship and it would give Miro the comeuppance for being such a big, bad, handsome boy. He is a big, bad, handsome boy, isn't he? Um, I don't think so. I feel like there are still a few months left with this Miro run. It doesn't feel like it's running out of steam yet. No. Um, it feels like it's just really great every single time out. And I think that when you have a situation like this and the momentum's good and it's hot and everyone's into it, keep it going a while longer I think we can explore other challengers for a little while I think Dante Martin could rise up Ooh, and get another shot I think that'd be interesting um, but 
I think there's too much unexplored territory with Miro to take it off him just yet. And that's no dis disrespect to Sami, who I think is excellent. No, exactly. I think Sami Guevara is without doubt a future world champion in AEW. I just don't think this is the story to give him the TNT Championship. Yes, it's a lovely story arc of like Miro's interactions with Fuego de Sol, Sami come the same, etc, etc. But it wouldn't it be funny if Miro was like, sorry kids, dreams don't come true. And yeah. he just murks him tonight. Look, Steals his car as well. Yeah, oh, I do what they do. do hope they do some car stuff tonight. But, yeah, I mean, if you ask me who I think should take the title off Miro, I don't have an answer for you, which I think means that I think Miro should retain. But we may well see it tonight. Like you say, it's such a yeah. special anniversary episode. There's going to be some big TNT oh, yeah. championship stuff happening regardless. Uh, second question today comes from Mark Solid, who said, Morning Legends, thoughts on Paul Heyman turning on Roman and Brock... And siding with Drew when he inevitably gets drafted <laughs> to SmackDown. I could get his ass kicked by about five different dudes if that <laughs> happens, silly Paul. Um, I don't know. I don't think Drew needs Paul Heyman. Like, not that, you know, Paul Heyman's role has changed somewhat. For for Brock, Brock he was like the main mouthpiece yeah. and everything else. Roman can do a lot of his own talking and everything else. But I don't think I don't think Drew needs that. I don't think he needs the complimentary services of one Paul Heyman. No, I, I think I He needs to get right. rid of the sword. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> yes. And the kilt. Wow, okay. Um, but... I guess. <laughs> I, I didn't really anticipate you shooting on a kilt this morning. Uh, itchy. Very itchy. Mm. Uh, but I, yeah, I've got to agree. I, I, I'm i intrigued by the, the relationship. I'd play on that a little bit more as we head towards Saudi Arabia. I, in the end, would have him side and stick with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Because it mixes things up. If he goes back with Brock, we've seen that time and time and time again. I like Brock, you know, not necessarily being his own mouthpiece, just being the strong, silent type who yeah. just wrecks dudes. And like you say, Drew McIntyre, with that wonderful accent of his, calling out people, and uh, especially if he turns heel, if he moves to SmackDown or whatever happens next for him, he doesn't need it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. You. Uh, final question today comes from Eddie Zamharry, who, uh, related to our first story, actually, says, with NXT, uh, with NXT involved in this year's draft, which wrestler will be called up to the main roster? Eddie's pick, Dakota Kai. Mm. Yeah, she's sort of missing at the moment, isn't she? You know what? My overall feeling watching NXT 2.0 for the past few weeks has been that none of the wrestlers who were here before fit in. So, like, yeah. the people who've been on the brand for, like, over a year, like, really quite long in, in some of their cases, they feel kind of, like, out of place. Like, mm -hmm. Kyle O'Reilly, the grizzled young veterans. Um... Watching them, it's like, and Pete Dunne, this is a bit too serious for this brand now, friends. Square pegs in round, colourful holes. Get them up there. Get them up there. I'm not sure all of them will do well. In fact, I'm sure some <laughs> or, of them won't. Or they'll fit. Yeah, but, but like, they don't fit NXT anymore. I'm not talking about Champa, who's the champion, obviously. And I'm not talking about, and he doesn't want the main roster call-up, uh, by all accounts. Uh, I'm not talking, Gargano can fit in quite well, because yeah. he's wacky. Um, but some of these serious... Get, get them up, get them up, go on. Pete Dunne, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, not cool Kyle, uh, Grizzled Young Vets, like they're all great, don't get me wrong, but I don't know, this is a Braun Breaker's world and yeah. don't need D'Angelo and everyone else. So. Yeah, I, I I love the Grizzled Young Vets. Any, I, I think they would do wonderful stuff on the main roster. You give Zach Gibson a live microphone in one of those packed out stadium shows. We've, I've seen it in person when we went to, I think Birmingham with WCPW, he knows how to rile up a crowd, yeah. and I think they'd be a, a hell of a benefit to that tag team division. Look at the match they put on with MSK, for example, although I'd be happy then to run that back yeah. in NXT 2.0. Um, but like you say, you were talking about in the office this morning before we came in about the fact that, yeah, 
just take all the guys who aren't your Von Wagners and stuff. Like, only Lorcan got jobbed out, basically, yeah. week, didn't he? It's just, it just feels like a, a very, very different place. That yeah. being said, Donnie D'Angelo for the main roster. He's the one who needs to make Roman yeah. the fish. Yeah, a schmuck of a universal champion. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what is this Paul Heyman? This wise guy, huh? Wise guy? What was that? Can I call my cousin Richie with eyes like a hawk? This is soprano stuff. It's soprano it. stuff. Gonna build beans in your ramp. I love it. Uh, but let us know your picks in the comment section below. Dakota by hell of a shout, Eddie. Good shout. Let's move on to today's and finally, and a nod to the brilliant Colt Cabana on Twitter, who uh, last night tweeted, thinking about starting a feud with Matt Cardona, so he tweets about me 24-7, Marketing 101. Smart guy, Colt. Yeah. Should we start a feud with Matt Cardona? No. We've got our own title. Although he lost the internet title to FA GCW. Matt Cardona, you're messing up, but come at us, please. We want to come at him. I don't. I... No, no, him. He's taller than me. No, he started it. Yeah, yeah, but oh. Oh, what have we done? Well, anyway, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review NXT 2.0 and look ahead to AEW Dynamite later on today as well. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. Follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hey, Cardona. This guy said your action figures suck. What are you going to do about it? They do suck a little bit. You can't put your thumbs in there, bum. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. That's a Go long callback. Callback. Toys, yeah. <laughs> follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon, you schmucks. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.